The Unknown. Yesterday, I found myself playing tourist in an ancient castle deep in the hills of Portugal. It was a summer home for a wealthy family centuries ago, imagined by a single person and built over 20 years. Art, music, literature, dance, and culture are all windows we get to step into somebody else's mind. Walking through the grounds felt like walking through the mind of the person who once owned this castle and originally designed it. This particular mind was a playground full of bold, creative, and unique ideas. From secret tunnels and passageways, to hidden symbols in every direction, to man-made caves and lakes, to thousands of imported trees and plants from every corner of the world, it was easy for me to get lost in this maze of his mind. At one moment, I found myself standing in the balcony of a tiny, tall tower overlooking the circus of conflicting design decisions and feeling in awe of the boldness of his creativity and the fact that he manifested his ideas. Everything I was looking at, walking through, and hearing about was developed and decided by one mind. The grounds that I saw yesterday were truly inspiring to me. Not because of the architecture, not because of the buildings, not because of the nature or the views. It was that to imagine all of this, he had to be extremely comfortable with exploring the unknown. I left feeling inspired, having been reminded of the realm of possibilities that exist. Feeling excited to explore further the depths of my own imagination and how to act on it I began to feel less constrained as the rest of the day went on. With time and age, the brightness of the candle that is my imagination seems to have dimmed. With my innocence and naivete continuing to fade in the face of life experience, it seems I need new sources of inspiration to help keep my light bright. After walking through someone's mind, as I did yesterday, I noticed my candle shining more brightly. If I think too much about doing something, chances are that I will not do it. There are often more reasons to not do something than there are reasons to do something. The question about how to lead my life also arises. My life has been conditioned by my mind. The driver's seat is more often than not occupied by my mind, with my heart sitting in the back seat. However, the moments when my heart takes control of the wheel are the moments when I'm most human, most vulnerable, and feel most alive. Life would be quite boring if all I did was follow a formula. First this, then that, then that. Yes, it might feel safe, and it might, in actuality, be more safe. There's a part of me hardwired for survival. It is coded into my genes for millions of years for a reason. That part of me finds comfort in control. There is another part of me, though, that craves curiosity. And following my bold ideas requires me to become comfortable with the unknown. Near the castle is a scenic cliff top that overlooks the Atlantic Ocean. It was once known as the edge of the world.
as it is the most western point in all of Europe. Looking out, I imagined back to a time when people believed that the world was flat and did not know that there was another side of the ocean. Yet, despite not knowing what was out there, courageous Portuguese explorers built and sailed into the unknown 500 years ago without any navigation systems and ended up discovering South America and North America and India and China and countless many more parts of the world. Had they chosen to stay where they were and do what felt safe and known, they would not have discovered the world beyond the world that they knew. Back in the grounds, the tour I was on was about to enter a cave. The tour guide lit a tiny candle to lead us down the dark path. I wanted to experience this cave alone, to experiment with my limits. I, instinct I instinctively let the rest of the group go ahead of me, counted to 10 slowly, and then step by step walked into the cave. Within seconds, I was questioning my instinct to stay back, as it was pitch black. I could not even see my hand when I raised it inches from my face, and sounds seemed to be coming from every direction. As I continued to walk, a moment later, a panic arose as my mind began to run, my, leg, my legs began to shake, and my breath became shallow and fast. Aware of my reaction, I was about to reach into my pocket to take out my phone and turn off its flashlight. Something inside me, though, stopped that action. I took a deep breath and decided to allow my curiosity to drive over my fear. My breath began to normalize, my legs stopped shaking, and my mind became present. Minutes later, a sliver of light appeared far ahead, and I let out a deep sigh. Along my journey through life, there are many moments when fear arises, usually associated with some unknown. In those moments, I can choose to turn on my flashlight, I can turn back, I can ask for help, or I can continue down the path into the darkness, curious to discover what might be ahead. There's no right answer for every situation, and that is the fun part of discovering how I want to live my life and where life will take me.